What's up? It's your boy, the Ted Smith from the men's room. And did you know I have a podcast? Well, I do. The podcast. New episodes uploaded every Wednesday on the Odyssey app. Unfortunately, what you're about to hear is real. The members of this radio program are simply not that bright. Or what some people would call educated. They are merely stupid. They're not trying to offend anyone on purpose. And all have played doctors on TV. You have been warned and are cordially invited to join the party. This is the men's room. Forget it, man, and get with the countdown. Get, 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 get with the countdown. Shake this square world and blast off for Kicksville. The trippers, the grasshoppers, the hip ones, all gathered in secrecy and flying high as a kite. This is the men's room with Miles and Thrill. You know what they say, shake your radio more than three times, and you're playing with it. You're listening to the men's room. And away we go. Welcome to season 19 and episode number 4,000. And 29. Along with Steve the Thrill Hill. The Ted Smith. Woo! And my cock. Montgomery. And you are the men's room. On tap today, once again, we play Big Dummy. Ted's peanut potatoes is talking chewing gum. We will play profile this. Plus headlines, a men's room shot of the day, fundable listener emails, and everyone's favorite. TV time with Ted. Clack, clack. Drink any drink. All right, here we go to Eastern Washington, where thousands of tombstones spilled all over the road. Meanwhile, in D.C., a retail theft ring is arrested, carrying quite the load. Teacher in Australia decides it's his job to feed the sharks dinner. When it comes to water skiing, 92-year-old Utah woman is now the winner. And a man passes his driving test, and driving home, he decides to crack a cold one. Oh, Jesus. And gets pulled over. (laughs) That is all coming on today's very special episode of The Men's Room. And now, here's the question. Hola, bitches. Good day to you and yours. All right, today is the day that we play Big Dummy, the game show that rewards you for your stunning ignorance. And here's how it works. You call us, we will spin the category wheel. We, dude, you nailed it last week, right? Yeah. And we were fresh. It's the first of the year. I'm like, we are in it to win it this year. I can feel it. And already. It's cold. So I get slower. It is cold. It is cold. Well, we will spin the category wheel, and then we will ask you a question from that category. Now, here's where Big Dummy separates itself from your average, more reputable game show. We will continue to ask you questions until you get one right. Because, as always, we want you to leave here smarter than you showed up. Now, so far this year, our biggest dummy is the lovely and talented George, who thought Sunday school was a place where people learn to add hot fudge to ice cream and found a way to answer eight consecutive questions wrong. Can you do better? Of course you can. Everyone else has. So give us a call, and off we go on Big Dummy. To be a contestant to play Big Dummy, call 206-803-ROCK. You can like the men's room on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Men's Room Live, and send your emails to the men's room at KISW.com. 9.9 KISW. Oh, but y'all's away we go. Welcome to season 19, episode number 4029. What a large and a charge program we have for you today. Guaranteed future repeat. The head chef is back in the house, Ted's Meat Potatoes. 
Talk a little chewing gum, I believe, in honor of uh, one Pete Carroll and uh, Fruit Stripe. Just announced that they are discontinuing their brand of gum after what seems like 100 years. Do you think it's because Pete Carroll chewed Fruit Stripe, and if he's not coaching, they're like, look, he's our, he's our top business. I mean, I just thought it was funny because Coach Carroll's so famous for the gum, but then, yeah, Fruit Stripe, ironically, was like, we're done. And one of my favorite gum, uh, gums as a child, not realizing that gum was supposed to last a little bit longer flavor-wise. Yeah, Fruit Stripe was like, hey, we have all the flavor, but have fun chewing because it tasted really good for six seconds, and then it was gone. It was done, done. Yes. Talking chewing gum coming up with a head chef and Ted's meat and potatoes. What else do we have for you today? Oh, lucky you. You get more Men's Room every Monday through Friday exclusively on the Odyssey app. Join us for the Men's Room Happy Hour, episode number 521. Uh, coming up, we do Dirty Big Dummy every time we play Big yes, Dummy. Yes. Dirty Big Dummy is uh, 10 questions worth one point. The bonus question is worth two. And today we get into the uh, real names of... Of roads and streets around the world. Okay. So places that you can actually drive your car on, ride your bicycle on, that exist in the world. I feel like Australia and England do us a great uh, humorous service in that. Yes. Is there a Wiener Cutoff Road? Wiener Cutoff? Wiener Cutoff Road. Man, oh man. I hope not. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, What else do we have? Oh, I can't say that one. Can't say that one. Tune in. Yeah, I can't say that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ant Fat Ass Boulevard. Is that a <laughs> fat ass boulevard? Coochie Coochie Road. Is that an actual is that an actual road somewhere? I mean that could be just because of Charo. That mm-hmm. that was my first thought. Uh, Meth Bible Camp Road. Uh, hmm. Another one on there. And uh PP Fall Street. <laughs> are they are they real roads or not? We're gonna kinda kinda find out coming up with dirty big dummies. Join us for the uh, men's room happy hour. If you don't have the Odyssey app, download it now, it's absolutely free. Search for the men's room happy hour channel. We'll go live at six. Otherwise, that is a twenty-four hour non-stop men's room channel of uh, nothing but the best of our uh, our show. Also, uh if you haven't checked it out yet, on uh, men's room radio. They gave us a chance to uh, put together our own radio station. We have all new tunes up there if you want to get back to guessing who picked what. Right. Still have not uh, uh, tuned that in yet, so I'm not exactly sure what the new mix is. I haven't either, man. Meant to do it this morning and then totally forgot. Yeah, but uh, spaced on it a little bit. I picked all mine sober this time. Really? Yeah. Okay. So we'll see. It's a little I bit was of a about diff- half and half because, I mean, it took me like maybe three days. Sometimes I was sober. Sometimes yeah. I was stoned. Sometimes I was I was drunk. sober because I did a little work. Ah. Yeah, that's stupid. Because yeah. I did the work. Because you're at work, sure. right? Yeah, that's why I did yeah. it that way, yeah. <laughs> so uh, join us for the Men's Room Happy Hour coming up. And uh, check out all things Men's Room if you just search for the Men's Room on Odyssey and the free Odyssey app. Miles, brand new uh, The Podcast app. We put it out a day later, so we did a National Championship Special Edition. Nice, nice. Okay, okay. that's up there as well as, yeah. well as well as all of the weekly podcasts, the daily podcasts. Podcasts are plenty if you're looking for some uh, free yeah. entertainment or you want to just catch up on some uh, shows there on Odyssey and the Odyssey app. <laughs> Already done? Yeah. Yeah, you know what? It's hard, subtle. It's hard barely working. It's big dummy yes. day Friday exactly. evening, man. Yeah, screw, what kind of what kind of head chef doesn't have a cocktail before he does a segment? Not one I've ever met. Yeah, <laughs> I can say that. And as uh, we do, we play the game known as Big Dummy. It's an easy game to play. You're either playing for Team Sober or Team Not Sober. Our biggest dummy just crowned last week. That would be George. It took him eight questions uh, to get one right. And as we do when we play Big Dummy, we like to do a little men's room poll. And we put that poll up on uh, Twitter if you follow us at Men's Room Live. So, as we got set for the beginning of the year, the last time we played, we asked you, this year you have what? You have more sex. You have your health. You have more money. Or you have more vacation. Mm-hmm. So, those were your options. And as you uh, got to vote there on uh, Twitter, here's how the results uh, shook out. At 8% coming in a fourth place, you chose more vacation. 
All right. So that was the least likely pick out of the four. Coming in at number three, at 20%, you said I'd take more sex. Sure. Why not? Brand new year. In second place, with only 23% of the vote, that would be you'd take your health. Okay. All right, for a full year. I know on the air, health was, was leading the, the charge, knows. for sure. But sex and health are basically tied. Uh, coming in at 50%, no question, more money. Uh, was number one on this year you have more of. So there's how the uh, poll shook down. And uh, today on the poll, uh, we take our uh, poll uh, based on this story. They say London, Paris, Tokyo, New York are some of the world's grandest cities. But if aliens ever pop down for a visit, they might be hitting this spot first. Uh, We just beamed out our first ever travel aid for aliens. Travel aid. Yes. Hey, if you're going to visit Earth, come here. Okay. Mm-hmm. The first place that they suggested that you go to on planet Earth, Ted, do you have any guesses? They've come down here. You are visiting a planet. We're, we're putting out a you. signal. We say, hey, if you're coming to Earth, we recommend you stop here. First. Yeah, start your journey on this planet in this location. City or natural beauty? City. London. London, not a bad guess. My journey guess is on where alien. We're beaming this out. This is where you come if you come to Earth. Any idea? Rio. Rio. Ooh, not okay. a bad call. All right, not a bad right. call. Yeah, we just beamed out the first ever uh, travel aid for aliens. The first place suggested to go, Lexington, Kentucky. <laughs> Are they? Do we think they're into bourbon? Uh, no, we think uh, we're funny. Tourism, tourism board is behind it as a way to draw attention to the city and get more humans to maybe visit there as well. But nah, they, they, we know. They really did beam out this message, okay? They got FAA approval and sent a coded bitmap image with pictures representing prime numbers and four basic elements of life. All right. They also included a rough image of a human and two images of horses because Lexington is the horse capital of the world. That'll get them. Yeah. It also shows the chemical formulas for the main molecules in bourbon. <laughs> and at the bottom it says, visit Lexington, Kentucky, to encourage them to start planning a vacation in the bluegrass state. See, that's why Independence Day happened. They came here, they took their word, they went to Lexington, Kentucky, they talked amongst themselves and said, let's destroy that entire planet. Okay. Now, where do you think, Steve, and I know you know uh, a lot more about space than most of us, what solar system did they point the signal out before they shot it out into space. What solar system out there? I would guess Sirius, but I don't know. They pointed it at a solar system called TRAPPIST-1. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because they think it has a lot of planets that could possibly sustain life. They think there's one that could. Out of like seven or nine that they found. There's one, maybe. That's where Lexington shot their beam. It's about 40 light years away, so any aliens out there won't get the message until the year about 2063. In which case, 40 years later, we should get the image of a middle finger right back at us. And if they do respond, we won't hear back until 2103. Yeah. Wow. Dang. Just to give you an idea. We're doing the best we can, man. I'll tell you what, the prices on Pappy will be down by then. (laughs) You think so? Well, it gives it enough time for them to up production, doesn't it? (laughs) On at least the 21 year or whatever. So today... We are going to uh, we're going to flip the switch here a little bit. Uh, an alien is coming to Earth, mm-hmm. but they are visiting you. You, yeah. They're coming down and they're going to hang with you for the weekend, and then they'll fly back off to Trappist One or wherever in the hell they live uh, in the uh, in, in the universe. Can you do anything to them? 
You could do whatever. What do you mean do anything? What do you do? Like when, what? When someone comes into town, what do you, what do you mean? Do? That's a loaded question, bro. <laughs> it depends. Okay, look. Someone comes in to visit you from Seattle. Uh, depending on who they are, you might go to the wheel. You might go to the Jimi Hendrix uh, Museum. You could go to the Space Needle. Sure, You're sure. definitely going to Pike Place Market, more than likely. I always take the ferry over to Bainbridge, grab lunch, show them, show them the ferry. Yeah. Uh, I want to know what you want to do to these aliens. Honestly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, honestly. This is sound very harsh. <laughs> but just to spite Star Wars fans, yeah, uh-huh. I want Yoda to come visit me, and I'm gonna have him whacked. <laughs> You're gonna have Yoda. You whacked. can't. You can't whack Yoda. Why not? You can't do it. Doesn't tough, he bro. die in no, the film? You, no, no, he of old age. I will explain. What People he, tried to whack Yoda look, many, many times. I will explain to you and what I all say, of these aliens do. This short little dude, uh, he's silly. He talks like a fool. He's kind of ugly. Sounds like Miss Piggy. Right. He walks with a cane. But it turns out when it comes time to fight to him, uh, homeboy's got it down. Yeah. Now, you could do things like, instead of making it obvious, you know, if, if you want to take one of these. <laughs> I told you, Mike, I go, I'm going to pick him. So, I'm tired sure. of hearing about him. If you, if you have an alien, like, look, man, one of the things that you need to have, uh, the American way, man, is a big old fat steak. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take you to the Metropolitan Grill. I'm going to take you to Al Gaucho, to Daniel's Broiler, one of these places. Yoda strikes me as vegetarian. But you're bringing the alien with you for dinner. I don't okay. know this to be true. He just strikes me as the vegetarian. Uh, vegan, be. even. Like, I think so you need that or you not. You could take that route. You could also go to some place where the alien could... Meat there is not yeah. in Doritos. <laughs> no, man. He's mm-hmm. huge into Wagyu beef. You, you could take him to uh, to, to some place where the uh, the alien just basically blends. Mm-hmm. Like the, the, the Blue Moon up on 45th or, hell, I don't know, the, uh, the Five Point. The and rickshaw. Nobody would even know that they were there. I mean, no. you'd just be like, look, another regular customer just walked in and... Shorties, I don't know, somewhere. Okay, so <laughs> I don't know why. I'm picturing Spock walking into the rickshaw now. I like the rickshaw. Take, uh, yeah, take, take your alien with you. They're in town for the weekend. Spock at the rickshaw. So here are your choices. <laughs> he loves karaoke. Here are you. Here, here are your choices of the aliens that you get to entertain for the weekend. Okay, number one, that would be Groot. Now, one thing about Groot wow. is the fact that if he's going to go anywhere on planet Earth. A bad place, uh, of all places that are good to be, as far as his relations and everything else, it's the Pacific Northwest. Sure, all the trees, all that good stuff. Groot is a flora colossus from Planet X, the capital of all the branch worlds. The flora colossi are tree-like beings whose language is almost impossible to understand due to the stiffness of their larynx. Uh, causing their speech to sound like they are repeating the phrase, I am Groot. I think that gets old over the weekend. Even Um, when you know he's in agreement with you, like, dude, you got to say something else. You would be shocked. This is true because other beings try and have tried to be friendly, but then become agitated and angry (laughs) with a flora colossi for their apparent inability to speak. Though Groot was shown to have been actually speaking uh, just understandably, uh, but eloquently in his language, uh, throughout Annihilation Conquest. Uh, they are ruled by the Arbor Masters, mm-hmm. the Groot is, and teach the children of the species with uh, photonic knowledge, which is the collected knowledge of the Arbor Masses of the generations, and is absorbed this knowledge, of course, through photosynthesis. Naturally. Yes. Uh, this is a highly advanced education method, by the way. Making, believe it or not, Groot, although they're not, uh, although Groot cannot speak, the flora colossi are all, in fact, geniuses. They are incredibly Compared to who? Because, honestly, it doesn't mean much right now, dude. They're incredibly Can you tie your shoes to chew gum? You might qualify as a genius these days. Okay. So, alien number one would be Groot. 
your second choice. See, I couldn't do that. I'll tell you why I couldn't do Groot. And not just him getting, uh, or me getting annoyed with the fact that everything sounds the same, but I'm still bitter about that tree right? falling through my yard. And I feel like if I relayed the story to him, like, well, we wanted to chop it down. You know, it was falling. Mm-hmm. Up. Why do you look angry? Yes. And I just. And Groot's kind of swole. Just looked at a picture of him. He'll oh, beat yeah. your ass. Right. Make yeah. no mistake. Yeah. I'm taking Groot. Uh, next up is Spock on the list. All right. Mm-hmm. We know him from uh, from Star Trek. Do you guys know Spock's upbringing? Do you know what it was like for him to grow up uh, and go to elementary school, junior high? <laughs> high school? I mean, dead serious. Do you, uh, do you know why Spock is who he is and why he's so stiff in the, and why he's so reserved? In the latest, you know, swath of Star Wars that came out. Star, Star Trek. Trek. Dang it. Sorry. Yep. Star Trek. That's my bad. Uh, that's just kind of the Vulcan way is just basically they, they don't show any emotion because they are very passionate in their emotions that they do actually feel, which is why when he does eventually give in to rage, like he just hulks out. Like, yeah. so, so they need to be very much in control of their emotions. They need to be very logical, and so that's, that's why they tend to be very stone-faced. Okay, there's a couple things that uh, have uh, had affected Spock growing up. Number one, all right, his older half-brother, all right, his older half-brother, who he looked up to, yeah, he was cast out of the Vulcan world because he questioned a lot of the logic. So his older brother, who he looked up to, was not only kicked out of his home, but was asked to never return. So he lost For questioning logic. That, for questioning logic. That doesn't make sense in and among itself. They're no. like, you're stupid. You yes. gotta go. Spock was born to Vulcan Sarek. But the problem with this is that his dad was a Vulcan. And his mom was merely human. Her name was Amanda Grayson. You see, Spock's backstory has been addressed during several episodes. Winona Ryder. His mixed heritage (laughs) led to a troubled childhood. Full-blooded Vulcan children continually, repeatedly bullied him. And made fun of him because he was half Vulcan and half human and was not fully human. Uh, his emotions tended to lean toward more of the human side. And yeah. the Vulcans thought that that I made him... I want to get some ass! That made him softer, you see. So mm-hmm. He was made fun of. So Spock is number two. All right. You can hang out with Spock... No. ...for the weekend. No. Okay. I guarantee, just based on my lifestyle, his only response to anything that I do, and I mean this honestly, would be, that is illogical. Like, Spock, I know it is illogical. I'm about having fun. I get that you are a miserable stick in the mud, and I'm okay with that. Stop telling me That's right. that it's illogical. Your third choice would be the Predator, also known as Xenomorph. These aliens are bipedal in form, though, depending on their host species. Xenomorph's will, alien, bro. They will uh, adopt uh, either a, uh, a hunched stance or remain fully erect when walking, sprinting. <laughs> yeah, fully erect. Or in hotter environments. <laughs> They have a skeletal, bio-mechanical uh, appearance, usually colored in <laughs> muted shades of black, gray, blue, or bronze. He's coming again. He's yeah. running erect again. The body heat matches the ambient temperature of the environment, uh, basically making them indistinguishable in thermal imaging. The creature, by the way, has no specific name. It has been called an alien and an organism. Uh, and a, it has been called a serpent, a beast, a dragon, a monster, a nasty or simple thing. Jeff. The term uh, uh, xenomorph. Uh, it means alien form from Greek, which translates as either other, strange, and morph, which denotes the shape the alien is going to take. Right. So choice number three is a predator. Choice number four, your final alien visitor that could come in and hang out for the weekend, that would be Yoda. Ted, you said that uh, if you could, you'd whack Yoda. Just Gr- despite Star Wars fans. Uh, by the way, somebody commented on the text line. At first, I thought Ted was saying he was going to get Yoda waxed. W A X. He did use that. He had yeah. some stray hairs as he got older. Get a Brazilian for Yoda. Grand- I mean, he's kind of like a giant slug, right? 
A slug? What? Oh, Sorry, the team for pet frog. solution. Kind of to me looks like a hairless cat. He does, actually, kind yeah. of. Yeah, Yoda is uh, a grandmaster and among the oldest, most stoic, and most powerful Jedi masters in the universe. Yoda's life history remains unknown, along with his race in homeworld. Talk about it, I will not. As they have never been named. Past right. is checkered. He is merely said to be of a species unknown. Yoda's characteristic speech patterns are somewhat inconsistent, but have possessive <laughs> object, subject, verb, word, order. Uh, making the Empire Strikes Back, he mentions that he'd been training Jedi for 800 years, which means he's been a master Jedi for quite some time. I was confusing him with Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> Who you does look like a slug? Right, 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 right. right. Oh, okay. okay. I, was, I just looked up Yoda. I was like, oh, yeah, that's a little that's old that dude. dude. Yeah. yeah. Are you still getting him whacked? You still whacking Yoda now? No. I don't know. He seems like a nice old guy. <laughs> no, he's a gangster, man. Yeah, I'll keep Yoda. He's killed a lot think, of people, honestly, man. Honestly, I think I would have... Yeah, go ahead. Job, job is dead, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah Job is dead. Job, yeah, he's, he's Choked to death by... Okay. Princess Leia. Yeah. So our men's room poll, you get to Auto entertain. <laughs> you have a visitor for the weekend. They happen to be an alien. They've come to Earth. Who are you going to have uh, at your home and uh, take out on the town? Is it going to be Groot, Spock, the Predator, or Yoda? That is your men's room poll. Vote now if you follow us on Twitter at uh, Men's Room Live. All right, Big Dummy is coming up. You are listening to the men's room. 99.9 KISW. The shenanigans continue. This is the men's room with Miles and Thrill. Hello, we go. The game is Big Dummy 206 803 Rock. Steve, who is our first contestant, ready to play the big game. Hello, Taylor. Welcome to the men's room. Taylor, sober or not sober? Sober. Taylor, welcome to Big Dummy. Okay. Thank you. Our men's room poll. An alien's coming to visit you for the weekend. Are you taking Groot, Spock, the Predator, or Yoda? Uh, so I wish you would have picked, like, at least one woman alien, because, you know, that'd be pretty fun if you catch my drift, but... You want to have sex with an alien woman? Absolutely. But, dude, you got space gonorrhea. There is no treatment. Hey, look, don't sweat it. When we were talking about this question, that was my first instinct. I'm like, who's who's a hot alien? Well, there's like the chick from, uh, uh, what is it, Avatar, right? Yeah. yeah. Ba- good looking, but let's be honest, man. She's fairly intense and is not a lot of fun. Is that who you really want to be stuck with? Uh, Taylor, here's a bonus for you if you need a pick, man. Uh, Yoda is not known to have a sexual orientation. <laughs> Find out you will. <laughs> I mean, that could be pretty fun because he could do the force and, like, you know. <laughs> All right. You wouldn't even have to get in bed with him. So, Taylor, are you taking Yoda? I'm taking Yoda, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yoda, give me an orgasm. All right, Taylor. Here is your question What city was the setting for the movie Schindler's List? Um. New York City. New York City. Thank God, no. Is it uh, Warsaw? No. Was it in Czechoslovakia? It was Krakow. Krakow. Oh. Krakow. Yeah. All right, Taylor, while we're on that subject, in what country is the city of Krakow? Huh. Duh. Um. <laughs> Duh. Duh. Um. Ru- Ru- Russia. Poland. Poland. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. All right, Taylor. What is a group of bears called? It's also an alternative name for a detective. 
Uh, hmm. A private eye. A dick. I thought you were going to say a dick. Uh, a sleuth. A sleuth. A sleuth of bears. <laughs> what? Uh, by the way, Taylor, someone here suggested if you really must have sex with a female extraterrestrial, and I agree with this one, uh, the girl that was in Species. Terrible movie, but yep. she was hot. Oh, yeah, yeah. dude. I oh. And I'd get down with that. All right, your question. What is the nickname for the Great Bell at the Palace of Westminster in London? Uh, uh Doug. <laughs> Doug. Big Ben. Big Ben. Yep. Oh, ouch. Man. Everybody thinks it's Our the tower. Bell. I want to say it's just the London Tower or the Clock Tower or something, but Big Ben is the actual bell, not the whole I thought that was just a clock. I didn't know it was a bell. Oh, yeah, the bell is Big Ben. The clock is, you know, clocky McClock face, as we'd say here. But we can lobby to change it to Doug. <laughs> All right, multiple choice question Dare. for you. In what country was windsurfing invented? Australia, Mexico, Spain, or the United States? Um, I'm going to think just because they're crazy and they're like, ah, oh, wind, let's have it pull us. Australia. That's why I put it up there. United States. Right here in the good old U.S. of A. Yeah. Yeah. I am sloughing. Darn it. Dumbass. All right, your question. What was the name of the first dog in space? Was it Anya, Anastasia, Daria, or Laika? So Anya, Anastasia, Daria, or Laika? Um, going off of the fact that werewolves are called lichens, I'm going to go Laika. That's correct. I do not know if that's why, but hey, man, you got it right. That's got to be a Russian name. That All of them are Russian. I had to put it in female Russian names. So, yeah, Anya, Anastasia, Daria, and Laika. Game is Big Dummy, 206-803-ROCK. Big Dummy! Hello, Tom. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. Hola. Tom, are you sober or not sober? Sober today. All right, Tom, welcome to Big Dummy. Okay, uh, you're hanging out with an alien. He's coming to visit you for the weekend. Are you taking Groot? Spock, the Predator, or Yoda? Oh, big Star Trek fan, so Spock. Hey, you don't Spock. think that would get old after a while, man? Oh, probably, but I'd love to hear his insights on all kinds of stuff. You know, he's here for the weekend. Like you said, my eyes are taking the Pike Place. Yeah, where are you taking, Tom? Where are you taking, Spock? They're throwing the fish. He's going to think it's illogical. Like, we know it's illogical. Uh, it's fun. Well, if it's summer, probably up to Mount Rainier. Okay. See, I'm taking him to the uh, Experience Music uh, Project. Because they have a whole sci-fi wing. That's not bad. That's you know not I mean? bad. Like, check some of this stuff out, man. Fascinating. I'm yeah. taking them to the bar. I'm taking them to the bar and striking a conversation with anyone. Be like, talk to my friend Spock here. See how long you can last before you're going to get up and excuse yourself. So you're going to abandon him in a bar so that you can have you know a babysitter for him while you start drinking. Basically, man. Look, I already said we would not get along. I'm sure he'd find me, quote unquote, yeah. fascinating. But all he would do is talk about how illogical. How are you alive? You think he drinks? Spark. Yeah. Even if he's coming down here. I oh, don't yeah. know if he drinks a lot, but he strikes me as the type of dude who's yeah. like, I drink once every seven years, but man, when I drink, he's dancing naked on what the tables. Was, what about when he starts doing this to the ladies of the bar? You have to explain. When he starts flicking <laughs> his tongue between it. Man, you know, he like, is hooking up in here. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he's got the fun far going. Jack. It also could be fun just sitting there when, like, you know, people start talking whatever theory or... Yeah, that's when they're going to argue like, something. Hey, yeah, talk to Spock about it. Talk to Spock about that. You still yeah. think your team's going to win? Right. Oh, by the way, some other uh, hot aliens that you could have sex with. The girl from the Fifth Element. 
Yep, oh, she yeah. shows up on the list. Beautiful of course, and the three-breasted hooker from Total Recall. Hmm. I don't even know if she was good-looking, but she had three boobs. I'm in. Yeah, just like, hey, we're doing this. Man. I've never even seen Total Recall. It does is, that, that, is that something that could actually happen? What, three boobs? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's from, a chance. And from, from a, a medical happen, standpoint, but, is there someone who's walked on this planet with three breasts? I would think so at some point. You know, people or with multiple four, nipples. Or four. Maybe. I don't know. I hope so. <laughs> that would be nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What? I'm just looking at the scene from Total Recall. The original one? Yeah. All right. All right there you go. It changed many a man's life. All right, your question. <laughs> what two countries share the longest international border in the world? I would say the U.S. and Canada. Yep. Okay. Is that one and done or are we two? That's two. Two. Ah, two for time. All right. Two okay. for time. Yeah. Not bad, man. Yeah. It is. Uh, the border is... 5,525 miles long, because that includes Alaska. Okay. Game is Big Dummy 206803 Rock. Hello, Cheyenne. Welcome to the men's room. Hola, gentlemen. Hola. Cheyenne, you're on Team Sober, I'm assuming? Unless you're getting crazy. Yes. Yes, sir. All right, Cheyenne. Cheyenne, what happened to the Jags? We already went oh, through this. Oh, no, my bad, my bad. All right, yeah. Like... <laughs> Thank you, Ted. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, you're gonna pick an alien to come and visit you there, Cheyenne. You taking Groot, Spock, the Predator, or Yoda? Um, I gotta go with Yoda. Why Yoda? What, what's the reasoning behind that? I mean, like he can use the Force, like, like, like badass moves with a lightsaber. All the stuff he could learn, man. Yeah, I mean, the one thing is, like, when he leaves, he'll be like, I taught you all the stuff, and I go, it's cool. Now, I just have to understand the force, and I need a lightsaber. Like, it was cool when you're here, but now that you're gone, yeah, back to getting my ass kicked. Touche. Do you think that Yoda would pick up ass? Somehow, I do. I truly believe, even without using the force, I think if he sat at the bar and started telling his story, somehow Yoda's like, yo, man, don't come a-knocking if the bedroom's Mm -hmm. rocking, you know? Without a doubt, man. God, that would piss me off. Like, three women went home with freaking Yoda, and I'm waiting for the last call? Come on. All right, we just talked about the uh, U.S.-Canada border. So the question for you, multiple choice. How many states border Canada? 11, 12, 13, or 14? Oh, hold on. Yes, I knew Miles was going to go down with this scrap paper. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with... Um, 12. Do the Great Lakes count? No, it's not a state. I mean, it, they're not a state, but typically what where I'm the Great Lakes meet. Like, New York. The, board, the, the border is in the middle of Lake Superior. So is Michigan technically. Oh, oh in that case, yeah. Because one part of it belongs to the state. Right. The other yeah, part belongs yeah, to Canada. Well, Detroit is lower, but I mean, there's a bridge straight into Canada. Right. No, so New York does not count. New York would count. Okay, so because it actually borders Canada on the other side, so it's like Ontario right. that divides it. But if you head out west, uh, by the way, to answer someone's text here, what about the blue chick from X Men? Does she count? She's not an alien; she is a mutant. Yeah, I'll say twelve. Nope, fourteen, thirteen. Damn Maine, it. New Hampshire, Vermont, New York, Pennsylvania, Ohio, Michigan, Minnesota, North Dakota, uh, Montana, okay. Idaho, Washington, and Alaska. Okay, now you know. All right, Cheyenne, your question. What is a male donkey called? A male donkey. Um, I know this probably isn't right, but the only thing I can think of is uh, a, bur- a burro. 
Is it an ass? Jack. Oh, Jack. Jack. And say Jack oh. ass, yeah. So Jack and Jenny. <laughs> What's the female? A Jenny. A Jenny ass. Mm-hmm. Jenny. A Jenny ass. Jenny. I like the Jenny ass more than the Jack ass. Jenny the donkey. I love the donkey. All right, Cheyenne, your question. Which South American country owns the Galapagos Islands? They're kind of going through it right now. Let's see. There's a little uh, unrest going on in this country. Venezuela? Ecuador. Ecuador. Question four. Question number four. What was the name of Charles Lindbergh's plane that he used to fly solo across the Atlantic Ocean? I believe it's named after a city in the United States. It is. <laughs> one you don't want to go to. Yeah. It's not a city you pick now. Oh, is it the Spirit of St. Louis? There you go. <laughs> that was the go. clue. <laughs> not sure you want to go there now. We've all seen it. See, well, look. you've been there. Was it that bad? No, no, no. The The plane is in the Air and Space Museum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. I have seen it. I mean, you've been a, you're, you're probably the only person here who's spent time there, right? What, St. Louis? Did you go up in the arch and all that stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did. I mean... We were in high school, like with a basketball team trip, so we didn't really leave the hotel much. Probably a good idea. But like, I have a, I have a couple very good friends that are from St. Louis, and they're like, yeah, there's just there, there's just parts of it you you don't go to. Okay, but did you say the the thing with St. Louis is is that you are known from the high school you went to? Is that how you identified? Yeah, yeah, probably. That is the one question. Like, like that's a, that, that's very common to Boston too. As yeah. far as like what borough you grew up in, what high school you went to. And for whatever reason, like, right, like I went to Catholic school. So, like, I know, you know, Chaminade and some of the big ones in sure. St. Louis. But yeah, like, my funny, my buddy Brett, like, he told you, like, that's what they all say to each other. And then I met a bartender just for Christmas. She was like, St. Louis, so like, what high school did you go to? And she's like, how'd you know? <laughs> I mean, they all do it. <laughs> like, our friend Leslie, if she runs into Brett, they will talk about high school. That'll be the first conversation. And then break into Nelly. <laughs> Followed by Nelly. Okay. Yeah, I have another friend. She's from St. Louis, and like they start like like wild little animals. They start go like yelling and like hyping each other up about it. Really? Huh? Interesting. Oh. Yeah. Hello, Dan. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. Hola. Dan, are you on team sober or team not sober? Um, team California sober. All right, Dan. All right, welcome nice. to Okay. Uh, you're going to get an uh, alien to visit you here for a weekend. Are you taking Groot, Spock, the Predator, or Yoda? I'll go with Yoda because process of elimination says the other ones seem have all the negativities you guys were saying and drawbacks. So well, I mean, look, my only beef yeah. with Groot is that he just keeps repeating the same phrase, but I feel like t- contextually you can at least, you kind of understand the sentiment. That would be fun. I feel like Groot would be most likely to go drinking with him. Hell yeah. He's going to throw down with you. You guys are going to have a good time, man. He's going to pick up women and you have no idea why. But I also feel like Groot's the kind of alien where by the end of the night, we're both in jail. Quote, unquote, drying out, as the cops would say. His best friend was a... A raccoon. raccoon. I think Spock's going to drink everyone under the table on this one. I think he could, but you'd have to convince him why it's an important thing to do. No, I think Yoda's going to drink everybody on the table. I think he orders. I don't the, think Yoda drinks. He's man. the jackass that orders the, orders the top shelf whiskey. No, he's at the too bar. small. You know what I mean? Like the little people, they they get they get drunk fast. That's yeah, true. Uh, Yoda likes to smoke the green. <laughs> yeah, Groot ain't smoking himself. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but he would know what plants to smoke. Well, yeah, but it's like saying I know what people to eat. 
Yeah, but if I'm a cannibal and you're a cannibal, I'd be like, hey, we're listen, not. you it's didn't insane. hear this from me. I mean, we're not saying they're cannibals. I didn't I'm, say I'm, I wasn't. I'm assuming they aren't. But we don't know that. Look, it, a black widow spider has sex. She eats the dude. A I lion mean, takes like, over the pride. He's going to eat whatever cubs came from the male yeah, lion that yeah, wasn't yeah. it. I don't, I don't know that Groot doesn't carry that. Like, yo, I'm here to eat trees. Let them know who's boss. We don't know. Smoke them. We don't know. All right, Dan, your question. Tennis player Bobby Riggs famously lost the match to what female tennis player in 1973's Battle of the Sexes? Anna Kornikova. Well, I mean, one of my favorite tennis players, but that was Billie Jean King. That was, in fact, Billie. They look very different. Just throw that out there. Okay. I remember as a kid learning about that. Found it just hilarious. Oh, because he opened his mouth. Yeah. She's like, let's play. And then he did. Then he lost. They played for real, right? They played an actual match. It was televised, right? Got all the hype. And I don't know that she ripped his ass, but she ended up winning. All right. Because it's a women. They couldn't beat a man in tennis, except this guy. All right, your question. What is the singular form of the word they? Him. Should it be? Should it? Them. They. Singular. They. It's they. Oh, they is a singular thing. All right, so and they trace this as far back as the 1300s. They is plural. It is singular. People understand what you mean. All right, Billie Jean King actually dominated him. Oh, really? She beat him in straight sets, 6'4", 6'3", 6'3", and said to beat a 55-year-old guy was no thrill for me. <laughs> the thrill was exposing a lot of new people to tennis. Well, good. Sure was, yeah. All right, the question, which U.S. president said, quote, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Back when Gorbachev was a contractor, he's Carter. Oh. Reagan. Reagan. Ronald Reagan. Wipe that thing off your head. The <laughs> <laughs> question. Isn't that in Hot Shots or some of those? Yeah, old, they put that big ass. Yeah, they yeah, wipe it off. Wipe it off. <laughs> or no, maybe it's like lethal. It, One of them. They basically like got him in a headlock and yeah. cleaned his head off. All right, who was the second president of the United States? Jefferson Adams. John Adams. John Adams. I see what you did there. Yeah, I know. I'm going to combine both. Question five. Question number five. Who was the jeweler to the Roman court famous for their Easter eggs? You know who this is. You've heard of this. Yep. I uh, sorry. Can you repeat the questions? Who was the jeweler to the Roman court famous for their Easter eggs? So basically, uh, the, the jester, Fabergé, Fabergé, brute, Peter uh, Carl, Ukraine. Oh, yep. excuse me. Oh, Cinderella. Oh, yeah, I, I remember. I remember it from uh, Risky Business. The Fabergé eggs. I'm pretty sure the mom had one or something, and that was like a, yeah, that's how he that's, almost got caught. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm taking the first names of the people here on the show. So we have Stephen, Michael, Edward, or James. Which name means the supplanter or the replacer? Stephen, Michael, Edward, or James? Michael. Nope. That'd be Jemaine. 
James. James. James oh. means, Stephen means crown or summit. Michael means shepherd, right? Who is like God. Oh! <laughs> don't don't oh. get cocky. Yes. <laughs> and, and Edward equals wealth or fortune or prosperity. Mm. Mm-hmm. I can tell. Yeah, obviously. I mean, I do run the board. You do run the board, yes. I can uh, silence you right now. That's true. Oh, yeah. <laughs> godlike. Godlike. He is godlike. <laughs> Always judging. <laughs> Mostly that. Mike only drinks wine. Silence. <laughs> 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 Takes credit for other people's pregnancies. <laughs> I knew it was coming. I was like, I got to stop cracking on him. He's going to cut me off. All right, Dan, your question. What Adam Sandler, Drew Barrymore movie takes place in Hawaii? I made that, baby. Uh, the first date. Ah, close. I'll give you another guess at this. The first date? It, it, it wasn't one. 50 first dates. Oh. Yep. All right, Dan. Question number eight. So far, you've tied George now as our biggest dummy. All right, question number eight. What dam was built in the 1930s creating Lake Mead? Uh, Do you know where Lake Mead is? It's a lake made nothing but alcohol. (laughs) All right. uh, They dump dead bodies in it. Yes, they do. Alcatraz. Alcatraz is an island. That would be the Hoover Dam. The Hoover Dam. Lake Mead is right outside of Congratulations, Vegas. Congratulations, Dan. You're now our biggest dummy of the year. Right there, nice work, brother. Nice work. I'm going to race George. George, you're gone. All right, Dan, your question. What video game console did Nintendo release directly prior to the Wii? The 64. Ooh. Oh. GameCube. The GameCube. Was that thing any good? I never... Yeah. Depends on who you ask. If you ask me, not terribly well. You ask my wife, it was the greatest game system out there. What was the difference between the GameCube and anything they'd done prior? I mean, were the graphics so, better, new games, or what? Yeah, it, 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 as with anything, it kind of refined things a little bit more. It was their first one that had discs instead of instead of ah, cartridges. Okay, all right. Uh, Rumble packs built into the into the, uh, okay. the controller, so it did have a lot of different advancements. My the best games came off of N sixty four, but the games weren't opinion. great. Okay, yeah. all right, Dan. Your question: What two numbers are used in the binary system? I guess ones and twos. Oh, zeros and ones. Zeros and ones. Yeah, yes. binary is two. Uh, okay, yeah, binary is two numbers, but the two numbers they use are zero and one. Question eleven. Question 11, now that we've turned it up like Spinal Tap, what ingredient was removed from Coca-Cola in 1903? Cocaine. There you go. Nice work. That's That's the one again. That's the one again. More Big Tubby on the way if you'd like to be a contestant. 206-803-ROCK.